Welcome to episode two. Cheers, babe. Of fucking Fridays. Cheers. Happy fucking Friday, everybody. It's a great day. fucking Friday. We made it, everybody. And episode two is going to dive into how Taylor and I met and why we started going to therapy. Pretty straightforward. So where'd we meet, babe? We met in college. Uh, we both played at, uh, Sophia played softball, I played basketball. Mm-hmm. So we locked eyes throughout college. We both were dating somebody else. And like, I remember the first day I saw you, like I just saw this tall bun in the hallway and I was like, that's my type. That is <laughs> I was so like, I funny. See her. <laughs> I recognized Sophia from a distance as well. I was not dating anybody at the time when I transferred, okay. but I was shortly after. Sophia and I would hang out with mutual friends, as she mentioned, a small school. So the first time Taylor and I actually met, like hanging out in like a social setting, I guess you would say, was me and my girlfriend at the time went and bought weed from Taylor and her girlfriend. So we were totally dating other people. Do you remember that, babe? Yeah, I was the plug. Fuck, I have a girlfriend. Who is this chick? Yeah. And I thought the same thing. I am way more attracted to this girl sitting across from me from the couch. Oh, God. (laughs) So yeah, we had, anyway, we had eyes for years and we were loyal to our partners at the time. However, Sophia would occasionally jog by my apartment and show that she was, you know, jogging by the house. Just to clarify, we never dated in college, but there was a point in time where both of us were kind of single, but we were both very like damaged. We always had mutual friends. So we were always around each other. It was just like, I guess I wanted it more than you did. So I actually ended up transferring to Cleveland State my last year of college. So I ended up doing like an extra fifth year and Taylor was graduated. And it wasn't until I left our original school when Taylor decided to be interested in me. First of all, I actually posted a photo for oh, getting yeah. real serious. So we're posted a photo on Instagram after I was healed, quote. Yeah, I thought I was healed. I was like, I'm good. I'm a hot bitch. I'm single. What's up? Posted that on IG. And sure enough, Miss Sophia drops the first comment. And I was like, man, this bitch. Yeah, really Taylor's likes me. caption was where's my future girlfriend at? And I oh, think that's I, what it was. Yeah. And I commented, she's been here. I've something. been here. Yes, you <laughs> did. What the fuck? I'm so ready to be into this girl. And of course, probably because you had left, you're further away. Yeah. It was like a challenge, you know? Yeah. You weren't jogging by every other week. Yeah. We started texting like every day and I was like, screw it. Like, let me borrow my roommate's car and I'll just come visit you for your birthday. And we you like, did, we did. And we just like smoked a bunch of hookah, right? <laughs> <laughs> at her, at like yeah. her friend's house or something. In, Indi- in Fort Wayne, Indiana, ladies and gents. That's, that's where, where I'm we- from. Yeah. And I remember getting really fucked up because I don't smoke hookah like that. But I was like, I got to keep it cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to leave and Taylor walked me out to my little PT cruiser. I sure did. And um, I was like, are we going to kiss? Are we going to kiss? Cause I did make the first move. I kissed you. And then you felt that spark, right? I did. We we had like a little like electric moment in our lips. Whenever I came to see you, it was like, it wasn't for long periods of time. Remember? No, it'd be like a day here. One yeah. time you came down just to spend like five hours with me. That was cool. Oh my God. 
So, um, Sophie and I started dating as she was finishing her last year. And for me, I really loved like the getaway being three hours away in Cleveland, really had a nice time. I wasn't really a fan of Fort Wayne. So I really liked going to Cleveland, getting away. And Taylor did not know this at the time, but I don't know. I feel like I was still kind of getting over my ex at that point. And I kind of like, I honestly went to Cleveland being like, I didn't want to be done with college because if I would have stayed at where we were, I would have been done within like six months. And I was like, let me do another year. And I just feel like I was really, you know, pushing the limits. So I was kind of talking to another girl while I was at Cleveland while Taylor and I were dating. I will back you up real quick right here. Okay. Um, Leading into like the fall season when you started having a lot more games, a lot more practices. Yeah. We weren't able to see each other as much. I wasn't able to drive to Cleveland like a lot during the winter with the roads and stuff. So yeah, you know, why are you falling asleep at people's houses doing this shit? So I think where we're leading to in the back of your head, you felt maybe insecure about me. Um, I do think I was insecure. And then at that point in our relationship, it was one really new. And then two, like it was kind of long distance. It a hundred percent was, you know? So plus our past, like we kind of both knew each other and like, we weren't serious then. And like, I meant everything I said when we were dating at that time, I just feel like, I was also all over the place. And I feel like maybe you were a little bit too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I ended up graduating and I kind of was telling you and that other girl like, oh, I might stay in the Midwest. And then I think I felt like such a hot mess that like a month before I graduated, I was like, I can't stay here. I can't stay in Indiana. I need to go home to LA. I just need to figure my shit out. And so I kind of broke it off with her, but I kind of kept it on with you. Yeah, we were talking. Well, babe, we at that point, we had already said I loved you like we were we were pretty invested. So that's like, I would say six months, not even quite in. And then it was just like, all of a sudden, I was done with school. I was done with basketball. Um, My only obligation was work. I moved back in with my parents, figured my shit out as well. And I did tell Taylor, I was like, hey, now we're like super long distance. I'm in L.A. and you're in Indiana. I was like, it's not going to work unless we're closer. And I was like, I'm not moving back that way. So like my plan is to move to San Diego. I always had a lot of like friends that graduated that lived in San Diego and I loved it. And I was like, that's kind of my game plan. Like it wasn't set in stone. I was like, if you want to meet me there, like that would be awesome. Otherwise we probably should break up. And I thought, you know, we'd probably just break up. Sophia didn't know. Um, I met a lot of a lot of my teammates are from California as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ray did an internship in San Diego. She was like, yo, you should come to San Diego, check it out. Yeah. And so Sophia, my point is Sophia didn't know that I was like, Well shit, I <laughs> yeah. she's out there right now. And uh sure enough I hit Ray up and she was like, I can like you know, refer you to this job out here. I first job in California was working at a schizophrenic psych ward, um, and, and mental health. So Sophia just had no idea that I would actually go 360 and just go from Indiana to yeah. Los, or San Diego. Yeah. You like told your parents like within a week. I sat my parents down and I was like, look, um, I really like this girl, but it's not just about her. I have an opportunity to start a career in California 
And I used to watch The Hills. Laguna Beach <laughs> is my shit. Shout out to you, Lauren Conrad. Um, <laughs> I loved that show. And being from a very small town in Indiana, like I grew up on a farm, you guys. Um, the perspective, the dream, Sophia said, like, pretty much I dare you to move out here. And I was like, bet. Like, I had the aspiration to move to LA yeah. or San Diego. So within the month, I sure did Yeah, decide to move out there. Yeah. Out so here. when Taylor said she was moving, I kind of like dug in deep and was like, oh shit, oh shit. Like she's coming, like we're together. This is super serious. And we ended up, um, I met Taylor in Missouri. I St. Louis, baby. And then Taylor and I drove from St. Louis all the way to San Diego with a couple stops. And on one of those stops, that's when Taylor found out that I was talking to another girl throughout our relationship thus far. And at the time, I just, the most wild thing is, Soph, like, you didn't do anything. She wasn't even talking to girl at that time. It had been at least like eh, a couple months, three or four months. Yeah, it was know? broken off. But like, so I yeah. just had like a inkling, like during the middle of sex, I literally looked at her and was like have you been like i'm just curious have you fucked with anybody else since me or like yeah. what are the odds i'm here with you right now moving to california something just hit me your gut feeling i'm it, very intuitive yeah. and mm -hmm. i just knew and like i was like give me your phone right now and like i found texts from literally it was like three four it was like four to five months ago it was a minute yeah i was gonna say like you broke it off like I was gonna say, because honestly, Early. I thought I had every, like, I didn't talk to her in a while. So in my brain, I was like, I haven't talked to her recently. So like, why would she find anything? It was just there. It was. And like, that was the whole thing. And the reason why we're bringing is, this up is because we didn't have a super strong foundation when we started. We had really good physical chemistry. We got along really well. But like, that happened pretty much right when our relationship started and it was just a really bad foundation to start on. Yeah, and relationships are hard. Like we're not here to be like, oh, we're perfect. Like, you know, we're the hottest couple ever. Like we strive for that, but we've really been through a lot. And some of our closest friends would testify to that. You know, they've really supported us, but we were just young and I don't want to blame that. Um but, you know, you're very naive and vulnerable in your 20s when you think you know everything and you think you got it and you think you can feel a certain yeah. way and you don't. Yeah. So we like made the rest of the drive out here and like, I had a freak out when I did find out I just was like, what the fuck? Like you were so into me. Like I finally pursued you. Like I don't, you know. Yeah, it was just a thing. And I was very, you know, I just moved. I felt like I didn't have anybody. Yeah. And I definitely could have expressed my feelings better. Yeah, but I didn't. I did not. I was like, I'm driving home right now. I'm leaving you in this hotel. I was very, I was very upset and angry. Yeah. And I came from prior to Sophia, um, three and a half year relationship of abuse yeah. cheating and I did I, you know my biggest thing was I told Soph you can be into me or you could fall out of it whatever just don't cheat on me like that's my that was kind of my biggest thing you know yeah. um, if we're on a break that's one thing you know if you but once you're like legit yeah so it just it just crushed me yeah 
I'm sorry, babe. It's okay. We're about. fucking married now. Yeah, though. I know. <laughs> but that didn't lay a really good foundation for us when we got to San Diego. I was still with my parents in LA for another six months. And I mean, from my point of view, I was so upset. Like, I cheated and that happened. So when we were farther apart, I feel like I was even more jealous because it was like, oh, oh now yeah. the cheater's jealous and Taylor moved to a brand new city. She was going out with her friends that lived here. Like looking back, you should have been doing that. And that was the best thing for you. But I literally would be like, what are you doing? And I think I was just so self-conscious of what I already did. And when I moved in with Ray, it was just me and Ray do, doing bro shit. Yeah. You know? So why? And, and after knowing that, like, you know, did I flirt a little bit? Maybe like I never, you know, right yeah. away did anything, but we were out in Hillcrest. We were at the gay bars. As you should have been. We were having a good time. I, I was... worked third shift mm. um, and I met some of, you know, some of my best friends even today um, at the facility that I worked at. And so I was kind of like, fuck, okay, I moved out here for Sophia. But right now I was, I thought I was thriving, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were, you were making your own money. You were in California. I wasn't making good your, money, but yeah. <laughs> I know, but like, you get what I'm saying? Like you were not under your parents' roof. Like I'm sure you felt a good type of way. Like how could you not? And you have to start somewhere. So eventually I landed a job and moved in with Taylor and her roommate. And I was working during the day. Taylor was working at night on top of the unhealthy communication habits we had. The difference in shifts was just like a recipe awful. for disaster. Yeah. Like I, you know, because I work night shift, I would sleep in. Um, and by the time Sophia would wake up, I would still be sleeping. And yeah. like went, by the time I came home at midnight, I was asleep. Sophia was asleep. So like there was no intimacy, no communication. Um, I worked on a unit where I couldn't really have my phone out. So I wasn't able to text her hardly at all. It was just a, it just made things worse. Yeah, it was just all bad. And then when the we, trust was worse. Yeah. And on top of that, we never really got over the trust part. And then the way we were communicating was just so like, loud and to be honest it would just be like taylor yelling so it would be like taylor didn't trust me when i wasn't around which was never because we didn't have the same schedule and then when we finally got the chance to communicate it would just be a little bit loud so i would shut down yeah. and it was just and there was a period of time yeah. i was making sophia feel guilty for her actions so i felt like at that point i had the control yeah and it and for a long time actually i was like you know what like it kind of felt like i hate to say it but i was like you owe me like you fucked up yeah. so and I that get it. and that's how i treated it where in the scheme of things looking back which why we're talk going to talk about therapy you know, I didn't just, we did not decide to do just therapy for ourselves. Like I still to this day go to my own therapist. Yeah. Because looking back, you know, if I could have handled things in a better tone, more maturely, mm -hmm. we would have progressed at a very quicker pace than, you know, yeah. we just got married. We, we have been together for seven years. Yeah. So, you know, don't rush that marriage, I do think almost every relationship after three to four years goes through like a really low, low. Yeah. And that's why we wanted to start this podcast because we're going to walk you guys through like 
the steps that we have done and then the steps that we're continuing to do and the steps that we don't know we're gonna have to do yet. Yeah, and we're we've prob- been through it. Like this isn't just like, a, oh, they had a random breakup. Like we have been yeah. fucking through Yeah, it. so we were like in that cycle. She didn't trust me, but then she would yell and get pissed and then I wouldn't trust her. And it just came to a head at one point that we decided like, like we need to not be living together. So when we like broke up, we probably both should have started going to therapy then, but we didn't. I couldn't afford therapy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sophia will testify to this as well. I searched for like a personal therapist for like a year. Yeah. And went and cycled through people. And then it was to the point where I just gave up and Sophia was like, hey, like I haven't seen you in a session or done anything like what I was like, I'm fucking sick of trying to find somebody. So I I finally found a male therapist that I love who has helped me so much Um, anyway. And I the only thing is it is out of pocket and it is expensive And if there's anything you can pay for, you know, think of all the, you know, little things you do. You buy wine, you know, food obviously is important, but the clothing, the materialistic things, if I look back, I would have rather put that money toward the therapist I have now. Mm -hmm. I just thought I couldn't afford it at the time. And I probably could have if I cut out other things, you know? Yeah. So it would be like fights over little things, but the the feelings we felt in the aftermath were over the way we treated each other about the little things. And it was just gross, honestly. It was. Um, damn. Yeah, it's kind of real thinking about it. Yeah, I know. You know we're, we're not perfect now either. We still have little arguments, but we're it's not, like and the growth is just so great, yeah. thankfully. And those things would happen, but then we would go party on the weekend and we would have fun. Don't get me wrong, party. I feel like our friends were- um, Like a safe space. Well, absolutely a safe space, but it like, to me, it kind of fogged out what was going on because in a group of our mutual friends, it was easy to put on a face, put on a show and then the and party party girls. Oh yeah. But then the minute, the minute we would come home, it was just right back to like the bullshit. And I was like, how the fuck did we just party with our friends who we love? And we would enjoy each other. We would. Night. Yeah. Like, it was not fake. Yeah. Um, so that's what was kind of keeping us hope, I feel like. Yeah. Too. But you and I are also good at in a mutual setting of friends. I can go hang with the boys. So with the, with the girls. So it was I felt like that was an easier way to like connect, but yet be disconnected. Yeah, it was like we were not getting along so much when we were spending time with each other. It was like when we're around other people, it was a lot more. That was our way of getting uh, getting along. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which isn't healthy. Like, no. Um, And don't get me wrong. We had great times with with our friends. We still do. But now I feel like we're we enjoyed even more because we're just more self-aware. Yeah. And and more aware of our relationship. My sister ended up moving to Chicago with her boyfriend. But Taylor and I were like, okay, let's, you know, give this another go. When Jenny moved to Chicago, I told Sophia, like, hey, you know, at this point, we are obviously trying to work this out. So we have been apart for at least about a year and a half at that point. Yeah, not living together. Not living together on, you know, I told Sophia, hey, I have a roommate moving out. 
what if you move in? She had she was getting ready to work from home at that point, and she did. And we lived in North Park, mm-hmm. and, that's and that's when we, we moved her. back in together. We moved back in, and it went it went better. It was it it was better. But it there was still better. I would say the the cycle was less frequent, but still happening. And at that time, I did move away from night shift. Yeah. And I moved to days. So I felt like it, that's in my, if I reflect, that's how I remember getting better. Yeah. We had started to learn how to like cook together. Like, yeah. But like we were learning how to actually live in an environment together. Yeah. And on my end, I was like, okay, like I've been faithful to Taylor even through our break for like a couple years now. Like I hope she sees that. I hope we can move past that. Um, we ended up getting our little baby Java Bean, which if anybody has dogs knows just how much of a joy that brought Taylor and I, even if we weren't perfect. <laughs> He's literally our child. It and we learned how to parent. Soft. It was, yeah, we had to like. Sophia definitely softened up. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that helped. And basically we were together and I'm not going to lie, things were still kind of back and forth, not enough to want to commit to each other. And then the really breaking point for Taylor and I was we got reached out to by the Netflix show, The Ultimatum. We did. Um, The queer version. And Taylor and I were interviewing for this. And while we were interviewing we, at least for me, I was going really back and forth like, oh, Taylor's giving the ultimatum. Like, why don't you want to be with her? And in my my answers were like, I don't want to be with her because we don't know how to communicate. But when we were interviewing, I'd be like, well, I do want to be with her. And they would be like, well, this is the ultimatum. So like, just for now, act like you don't want to be with her, which it was just my emotions getting pulled every which way and the more the deeper we got into the interviewing process and we made it all the way till the end like literally like a couple weeks before filming and I think Taylor and I were just like do we want to air our dirty laundry this way and I think we were both still so wounded that we didn't know if we would end up together or not and I think I thought maybe you were going to throw me under the bus and I'm sure you thought maybe I was going to throw you under the bus yeah, it's very interesting because now we're podcasting, willing to share our math out there. But, you know, at the time, again, this was even at this point, almost two years ago when the ultimatum reached out to us um, saying, who wants to get married and why won't the other? Um, and it was very hard. And we thought, you know, we it had nothing to do with uh, or nothing to do against the uh, producer, the producer. Yeah, it was just. I, we, this is wild, but honestly, we actually started fighting even more. It was like the old Taylor and Sophia came back and we, yeah, we were open up when we were like, well, if we do this on the ultimatum and if we do this, like it was kind of crazy. We were excited about it. And toward the, like the very last interviews, we were like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And it was wild. I think what tipped us off was they did like they interviewed us. They interviewed our friends. They interviewed our family. Like we made it so far. And then they sent us a questionnaire and this was like the last thing. And it was like, what's your type? And when I just started putting in what my type is, I was like, oh, they're going to put me with somebody. And like at the time, I was like, I know me and Taylor aren't on a good enough like communication level, intimacy level level. that 
If I go and live with this girl that is 100% my type, because that's obviously what the producers want to do. I I was like, this is going to be, it's not going to be good. And since we don't know how to communicate, I don't want her looking like a piece of shit on TV. I don't want to look like the bad guy. And we just had a meltdown. And that's, at least for me, we quit the show. We told them we're not going to go through with this, even though we were like two weeks out and they begged us. They were like, no, no, no. Like, please. Like, they were like, somebody has to be good. You guys can make it. There has to be a couple out there that like makes it through. Um, Out of this film comes a free ring to your fiance. And looking back, a lot of the struggles on this um, or on the ultimatum were financial issues of I don't feel like I can support for my fiance right now or support for my girlfriend, yada, yada, yada. And I kind of felt the same way. I was like, okay, this girl wants a rock, you know, that's a chunk in itself. And then a full lifetime commitment and then a wedding. Like I actually had those same reservations, whether I told you or not, you know, I did well in my career. I was making decent money. Um, but there's a lot of pressure on the alpha, I will say, to provide for the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we had a plan to lie, Taylor and I's communication was so bad. Still, we wouldn't have been able we to. We wouldn't have been able to. And um, we ended up not going through it, which is fine. But once I think the day that we told the producers and that one lady called us and was like, please, no, stay. I Looking back, now that we watched the film, they didn't there was no therapy sessions filmed in there. So I'm like, fuck, I could have done it. Yeah. You can hear them using what their therapist told them. And we could have used the therapy, but the same day that we told the main producer, no. And she was like, are you sure this is a once in a lifetime chance is the day I called my therapist that I found on psychology.com. And I started going her for to her for like four months and she ended up being the therapist that did couples therapy with me and Taylor. Taylor also had her own therapist. But if it wasn't for that whole freak out about the show, I would have never found her. And that's how we started going to therapy. As a couple. Yes. As a couple and separately. And that's when we truly started getting better. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think, it's very cliche to say, very true if you go to therapy like there's literally something wrong with you my biggest fear of going to therapy for myself was how can I be a mental health therapist make a huge impact on people's lives so people probably don't assume that I need you're not okay sometimes Yeah. yeah and I think that's huge for anybody out there that you may or may not have you may have a small problem you may have a big problem but you I think everybody should go to therapy, even if it's just to check in, somebody to vent to. Like, you don't have to have a quote problem. You don't have to have a diagnosis or anything to go to therapy. Sometimes you just need to talk to somebody that cannot judge you, that doesn't know all the ins and outs. Yeah. And I will say, I went to my therapist for like four months and then I started bringing it up to Taylor, like, hey, like, I think we should do couples therapy. My therapist does couples and yours doesn't. So like, we should go to mine. And Taylor was like, I don't want to go to yours because- I didn't want to feel judged. Yeah, Taylor was like, you told her all the shit I've done and I don't want to go. And I'm not kidding you. The first day we went with her, the our therapist, we'll just call her Jane, was like, Sophia, did you realize it made Taylor feel that way? I'm like, Jane, 
you're on my side. Are you not like what? (laughs) And it was just ever since then, she was very back and forth. And this is going to kind of wrap it up for episode two, but we're going to kind of go into those hard conversations that we had in therapy and the other things that we've done. But that's pretty much why we started therapy. Thanks to Netflix. Or not thanks to Netflix. We should have gone forever ago. We should have done it. But I think right now is since we've grown, I will say this to, you know, cap the end of this here. Um, This has been about two years ago now that we decided to go to couples therapy since the ultimatum show came on. So doing this podcast now, I feel like I can really put myself out there. I feel comfortable. Me too. I feel organic. Because we weren't going to do that on the show. On the, Yeah. We were like, going to literally, you guys, lie. That's, yeah. Like, we it, were like, like let's said, go We're not on here to bullshit. We were like, how can we make this work? We were like, let's go on it, get a ring, get some followers, and make sure we end up together. But in looking back, like, it's just wild. That's even just two years ago now. Like, we just want to be honest Mm -hmm. and share that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to go to therapy and you can still be married and engaged or have a serious relationship and not know yes and you can take a break if you need to if getting out of the same like living situation like that's totally fine like like, we'll tap into that as well um i'm learning how to go on a break go for a walk whether it's work-related, Sophia-related, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that space is very vital. And I will say, babe, we are totally growing because we just talked about all our dirty laundry without getting upset. And now it's Friday and we're going to go fuck. It's fr- I'm ready to go fuck. Let's, Let's go. Let's go, babe. Love you. Mm-hmm.